Tep and Step, your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends at Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper. And I'm the Step, Matt Step. Thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber. And let me look this up. I should have done this before we started recording, but I, okay. I didn't because that's par what, for the course. Uh, that's what you uh, pay for. Um, this is, boy, our first episode, or our last episode, or first episode of 2021, 2022 rather, was on January 25th. It was episode 117. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then this is going to be episode number 147. Which means this is your 30th and final installment of Tep and Step for 2022. Right? That sounds right. That sounds right. The 30th and final installment. It's your Saturday State Championship preview edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Coming up here in just a little bit, Step's going to give you a survival guide for AT&T Stadium mm. if you're coming out for a triple header. And then we will preview the final three games of the season. But first, Matthew, we will start as we always do. By telling you about our friends at Country Meets. Shout out to our friends at Country Meets. We all love the game of football, and they're here to make fundraising easy for your team. Head on over to CountryMeets.com and use discount code STEP10 to get 10% off your first order. That's code STEPP10 at checkout at CountryMeets.com. CountryMeets.com, it's M E A T S. It's not like a like a dating service. No. Where it's like you're like meeting people in the country. It's like meat. barbecue (laughs) meat it's like meat yeah that's right um so speaking of meat you can come and meet and greet Mm -hmm, us at mm -hmm. texas live if you're a subscriber which you should have gotten an email you should um you should go and uh uh, reserve your ticket come on out get some free tacos they're good tacos by the way they were texas live i believe it gets going at like 8 30 on on saturday morning so come on up and say Hello. We'll see if I have a voice by then. But then you're going to make your way to AT&T Stadium in Arlington. And you might be there for a triple header. You might be like, you know what? I want to catch all three days, all three games on Saturday. Great Smart mo- person. Great move. Great move. Baller move. I always said cheapest you're ever getting in the, into that building. Yeah. So, like the tour is 25 bucks. So, but you've got to make sure you do it right. And here is the foremost expert on spending way too much time at AT&T Stadium and watching football. We go for some advice to Matt Stepp. Hello, Matt Stepp, your high school football friend here. And my tips for surviving a triple header day at AT&T Stadium are very simple. These are ways you can spend, spend as little money as possible while maximizing your football enjoyment. I love this. First step number one, eat a big breakfast before you get there. Yeah, you are a big breakfast guy. Go find a place that serves large portions for breakfast, even a buffet, if uh, that Ooh. will suit you. Is there a breakfast buffet in Arlington? Yeah, Luby's. Luby's still has a weekend breakfast buffet. Go to, go get all you can find all you can eat, or go to Waffle House. Waffle House. If you want to, you want to sponsor tap and step. And step mm. We'll take you. Mm, yeah. Um, go eat a big breakfast. Big get breakfast, full. Big breakfast. Get full before you show yeah. up. Before you leave the house, also bring a water bottle. They'll let you in with a water bottle. They'll let you in with an empty water bottle. Yes. It's got to be empty. Yeah. But they'll let you in with a water bottle. So bring a water bottle, one of those, you know. Nalgene's or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, those tin water bottles, you know, that keep water cold for a long time. Yeah. Bring one with you. Good idea. Okay. Bring that with you. Okay. After you eat big breakfast, you show up. Don't park in the Walmart parking lot. Oh, my gosh. That's the <laughs> don't number do one it. tip. If you don't hear anything else. Don't do it. You will get towed. P&G fans, if you're listening, 
I know you guys haven't been to AT&T Stadium. Yeah. Do not park in the Walmart parking lot. Correct. There's going to be tons of you. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just, Just pay the money to park wherever it is. And just park. Pay pay your money and park. It's fine. Okay. Next tip. <clears throat> you got your water bottle. Bring it with you into the stadium. They have water water stations all across the stadium. You don't have to pay eight dollars for a soda if you don't want to. You can drink your water. Mm-hmm. That's you, you already had big breakfast. Yeah. So big breakfast is going to sustain you. It's going to last you through the first game. It, easily through the first game. Maybe even into the second game. Okay. Got your water, so you got water to re- mm-hmm. refresh you. Or- orient yourself, know where the bathrooms are. You know, find find where the bathrooms are. I always like to sit. And also, if you're a neutral fan, yes, if you're a neutral, don't sit between the twenties. No, people are going to be up and save those seats for the families and the towns. Okay, sit in the end zones. Sit in the end zones, or 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 sit you know around the twenty in you know second deck. I prefer the second deck over the first deck. First deck's too. a little low. First deck's too, too low for me. Second deck's usually the That's prime the spot. In, and there's less up and down. Usually the, the – the, if you sit in the second deck, you might be able to get a 50-yard line seat around a 50. Third deck, if the third deck's open, that's where I'd go. Yeah. Third deck, 50-yard line, I would have to move. That's, that's your move. First two decks between the 20s, leave that for the communities. Um if you're going to eat, so by, by you know by the middle of second game, you might start getting hungry again, or end mm-hmm. of the second game, you might start getting hungry. The move here is the cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys cheesesteak is the move at the concession stand. It's massive. It's it's you get you actually get your money's worth for it. Mm-hmm. It's it'll 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 do you right. Um, and if they have the refillable, sometimes they have the refillable soda. If they have that, go ahead and splurge and get the you know it's Dallas. It's usually like a Dallas Cowboy hologram cup. Mm-hmm. I'm taking your picture for Twitter. You can uh, you know fill it up and uh, redo you know get you get you some more Dr Pepper get you load up on the Dr Pepper if you want it's the, it's the last weekend we we can diet in January right um, yeah. so do that also if you're not in the mood for cheesesteak usually on Saturday it's only Saturday though they'll open up the barbecue mm-hmm. it always smells great I've never the, eaten the, it. the brisket is you can get brisket nachos brisket sandwich all elite very very good so. If the barbecue is open and you don't want cheesesteak, that's the other option for you. A little pricier than the cheesesteak, but still pretty good. Um, also, I think the last one is bring bring a jacket mm-hmm. because the, you're in there all day and the weather can change. Ne- oh, dude. Do you know how many times I've been caught like that? Yeah. And that, and if you parked far away, that walk to the to the car. And, and what was the one year we walked in? It was like 74. We walked out. It was like 30. Oh, yeah. It was like a cold front moved in at like 3 o'clock. During the no, game. None of us knew. Yeah. We walked outside yeah. and it was but cold. So, yeah. um, that's my, my that's my idiot's guide to AT&T like Stadium. Yeah. Well done. Those are the, uh, and post game, uh, Texas Live. Texas Live. Good little, good little spot. Yeah. And I think they do let you let you go in and out. So you might. Yeah. And Saturday Saturday night after scoreboard ends, you might see me in there wearing my suit and having a cold one. <laughs> having a cold one. Yeah. If if you want to go in and out, <laughs> you might be able to. If you walk quickly. There's a few fast food joints around the stadium that you can maybe make it to between games if they let you go in. Yeah. There's Taco Bell over there. I think there's like a Jack in the Box right right around yeah. there. And I think there's even a McDonald's inside of the Walmart. So you can maybe quickly grab something and come back. So those are the other options. Well done. Well done. Thank you, Matthew. Thank, Thank you for you. your courage. It's now time to talk about the final three games of the 2022 Texas high school football season. The final day. A little sad. We will start. 11 a.m. Saturday morning at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. 
It's 2017 all over again on a Saturday morning in Arlington mm-hmm. as the... Oh, oh, it is Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday morning. As yeah. the Alito Bearcats... Oh, I remember very distinctly. Mm-hmm. The Alito Bearcats at 13-2 and two take on the College Station Cougars at 13-2. and two. In a game that... In a game that, if you had told me before the season we were getting, I'd say, yeah, okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. if you had told me two weeks into the season that we were getting, I'd say, are you joking me? Mm-hmm. Really? What are you smoking? What are you smoking? Because both these teams... Did not start well, and especially for College Station, dude, they were toasted. Yeah. It was over for them. Mm-hmm. New coach, new quarterback, no running back, no chance. It was over for College Station, and uh, and uh, and now they're forty eight minutes away. From yeah, the title. they've the improvement they've made uh, throughout the year has been really impressive. Stony Pryor's done a great job. Those kids just find ways to win. They're, they do a great job. Yeah. They I do. saw them last they're, week, and I was very impressed. They're gutty, man. They are. They're real gutty. Um, so, um, they come up with a big win last week over uh, over Corpus Christi Veterans Memorial. Uh, shout out to Corpus Christi Vets, but that game turned pretty quickly there in the second quarter. College Station scored right before halftime to take a 13-7 lead, and then the avalanche came after halftime. Yeah, and boy, Cor- Ben Bettner's done a great job mm-hmm. at Vets. That, and he, took, he took the blame for that interception. Mm-hmm. Ch- Vets was up 7-6. They were on their own 15. It was like 40 seconds left, and they threw like an out route, and it, got, it, was, it wasn't the best play call for sure. He, but he, he owned up to it, mm-hmm. took, took the blame. And uh, that ga- that changed the game. College Station came out. That, that energized College Station mm-hmm. that came out of the locker room dominated. Their defense, College Station's defense is really good. Yes. Their second, they got the, the Tisdale kid who's at Wisconsin. Commit. They got two other kids in the secondary who are outstanding playmakers as well. Their defensive line is really good. This is a good defense. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll, they'll, they'll keep Alito's offense bottled up for the most part. I just don't know if College Station is going to be able to score on Alito's defense. That's the thing, because Alito's defense is coming off of a, a wildly impressive performance against Longview. It was a master class. Because the, the, the thing that and, – and so this it's so interesting because if you didn't watch the Alito-Longview game, there was a howling wind coming from – I don't know how the stadium is oriented, but it was coming from left to right, going straight down the field. So mm-hmm. – if you're going one direction, you had the wind in your face. If you're going the other direction, you're go- you had the wind at your back. Mm-hmm. When Longview had the wind at their back, they threw to Jalen Hale twice, and he came down with two touchdown passes, two touchdown catches, and that was their only points of the game. Because what happened after that was that Alito absolutely refused to let Taylor Tatum beat him. Yeah. That was it. They bottled him. He, they are the only team in, in America this year that bottled up Taylor Tatum. And they did a great job at it. They were unbelievable. Um, and so, that this defense is playing outstanding right now. And what they've done in the front seven has been terrific. Okay, uh, Ansel Denmabu, I think it is. is his yeah, name? Washington State. Yeah, the, the yeah. big defensive lineman. He's been fantastic. The offense was... Did what it needed to. They ran the ball well. Mm-hmm. They had a couple of big running uh, running uh, plays that, that that got it. But uh, the but Hoss Haney, their quarterback, is a dude, and he wasn't able. They didn't ask him to throw a ton last week because like the conditions didn't didn't allow for it. 
but he is in command of that offense. They run the ball really well. We've got a couple of guys back there. That Hawk Patrick Daniels is a very is a very strong runner. He's going to be going yeah. to a headwind against this college station yeah. offense. Davon Keys. Yeah. They put they bring the linebacker in at running back to run some. Um, they, the Jalen Pope kid at receiver is mm-hmm. very very good. They've got Caden Finley, the, the freshman phenom, who's Jermichael Finley's son. Mm-hmm. They got playmakers for sure. They absolutely do. This is. I hate to be just a real like. <laughs> there is definitely, definitely a deja vu thing here, a possibility of it. There is. Because, A, Alito's a big favorite. A mm-hmm. big favorite. Much like 2017. Much like 2017. B, College Station's got a quarterback who's kind of emerging as a bit of a star. Arrington Maiden. Great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's a cool name. I, w- I wish I was named Arrington Maiden. That's a cool name. College way Stations. Way cooler than Matt Stepp. And College Stations. Although Tepp and Maiden doesn't. Um, yeah, true. You should change and too. College Stations got a pretty darn good defense, just like they did in 2017. They do. That is, if you are a College Station fan, what you're doing is you're saying, we've done it before, we can do it again. Mm-hmm. Because they are underdogs in this game. I think yes. they're sizable underdogs in this yeah. game. If they, But if they, you know, follow that path, lean on that defense, come up with a couple of big turnovers. Low scoring type game. Get, the, get a lead out of chase. Yeah. Get a lead out of chase. You do that. Weird things have happened in this series. Yes. College Station, I'll say it. They got that dog in them. They got that dog in them. They are, there it they is. are grimy and gritty. They are grimy. They're very grimy and gritty. I think they'll hang around in this game. I don't think they're going to win, uh-huh. but I think they're going to hang around. The problem is, is if you let them hang around too long, yep. that dog will bite you. That dog will bite you. So, and, they, and we know they have a knack for the moment. They do. So my pick is Alito. Me too. But keep an eye on. This is not, this is not going to be the walkover that, no. that maybe some think. I think you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, that is going to kick off Saturday. Finally, we have arrived at the largest classification, Class 6A. As we start 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. It's the Class 6A title game between, and I wrote this last week, so I'm just going to read off here, the sure. Dengar Wildcats and the Katy Tigers. Mm-hmm. The game we've had targeted for a while, yep. and, uh, and and let's break it down. Wildcats and Tigers. Hold Should on, be a good let, one. Let me just, I'm just going to refresh the page sure, here sure. just to ensure that, that it stayed the same. And what? Yeah, what? DeSoto and Vandergrift for the 6A Division II title. And... Okay. Uh, Both of which put on supremely impressive semifinal performances in what can only be categorized, I think, as upsets. And now one of them's going to win a title. Yeah. And... For me, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it was the DeSoto game that surprised me the most. Mm-hmm. Because for basically three quarters, they dominated that football game. Mm-hmm. There's about a nine-minute span. In the third quarter where mm-hmm. Denton Geyer made a push, and we're like, uh-oh, here we go, here we DeSoto go. DeSoto lemon booty. And then DeSoto said, nope, not this year. And hit the gas again and pulled away. It was DeSoto's defense that was their easily their most impressive performance. That of the year. was spectacular yeah. defensively. Did a great job defensively. I thought they'd be able to move the ball on Geyer. I thought it'd be a shootout. I thought and it'd be a shoot. I thought it'd be like fifty six forty nine or something. I mean, for one team it was a shootout. DeSoto scored forty seven. Yeah, they did. They they contained Geyer. And shout out to Claude. Claude Mathis gets a lot of grief 
you go to you go to message boards, you go out there on the internet, and they, he's got a lot of detractors, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is probably unfair to him. Mm-hmm. Some of it's probably warranted. I think. I think in the past, DeSoto has underachieved a little bit. I think they've there have been some, times where they've been the more talented team. They've had some won. playoff disappointments. So I think mm-hmm. some of the criticism is warranted. Mm-hmm. I think some of it may border on personal in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Some people just don't like how brash he is and mm-hmm. how, how how fiery he is, and that's fine. You know, he's not everyone's cup of tea. But I, I think it's bordered on, on unfair at times. And I think uh, for that hit that football team to in him and his team to do that is as impressive as it gets. Because that's a really good Geyer team that they took to the woodshed. Mm-hmm. And now they get a chance to play for a state championship. And I think they come into this game as the favorite. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that role intimidates Vandergrift at all. Vandergrift was the underdog last week. I think Vandergrift's been the underdog the last two weeks. I think they're the and, underdog against Strip. And let me tell you, I was at the Vandergrift Katie game. Vandergrift is Vandergrift's impressive. At all levels, their offensive line is obviously Ian Reed is, yes. is an elite offensive line. They got they're, another offensive line. They're, they're big, big. Dude. They're physical. They Alex Witt can run the football. Braden Buchanan throwing the ball is red hot right now, and Miles Coleman is about as fun a player as you'll see in he Texas. He is. He's a he's a little he's a little firecracker. He's unbelievable, and they they get creative with him, and they take advantage of his skill set and do a lot of different things with him, and he can make you pay. It's a fun. Their defense is solid. It's not elite, but they're good on the defensive line. I think I think the big edge for DeSoto in this game is the DeSoto receivers against the Vandergrift DBs. Mm-hmm. That's where I think DeSoto has a huge advantage in this game. Well, because they've got John Tate Cook, and but it's it's like this is a DeSoto team that is star studded. Okay, they're. Loaded. Okay. Cedric Harden. They got they use Trey Weisner all over the field. DJ Bailey. Tiger Ryden, the running back, mm-hmm. is the sophomore sensation is really good. John Tay Cook, that that uh, that Milliner Jones in the secondary, the SMU commit. Yeah, they're just they're they're star studded. I think I think the difference in this game is DeSoto, their ability. I think they're gonna there's gonna be big plays mm-hmm. to be had against the Vandergrift secondary. Katie Katie had big plays yeah. against Vandergrift secondary. And Katie all due respect to Katie, that's not it's, that's not what they do. Yeah, I I think that I just don't see in key moments. I don't know how Vandergrift's going to get Desoto off the field. I think I think this has an opportunity to be a bit of a shootout. I think this game has an opportunity. I think both teams can get into the thirties. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. I think the Desoto defense and especially the Desoto secondary can come up with a couple of plays to put them over the top. Um, now, Vandegrift's going to hang in there because they've got playmakers, and especially, I think a big key is can they match up up front against DeSoto's offensive line? Mm-hmm. Um, DeSoto's offensive line's pretty good. They're solid, yeah. They're very solid. Mm-hmm. Can they pressure DJ Bailey? Can they get into the backfield and blow some things up? And can they? Here's another thing, okay? They've got to help their secondary out a little they bit. They have to help their secondary out. And the other thing, DeSoto's on the big stage, Okay. Okay. And last week was really impressive. But if they fall behind 14 nothing, let's just say, hypothetically, let's say mm. opening kickoff return, three and out, Brain Buchanan hits Miles Coleman for a touchdown. It's 14 nothing, DeSoto. Is there a little here we go again for DeSoto? Like, what? Like, we saw that intestinal fortitude last week mm. when Guy pulled within 26 21, they stood on the gas. Can Vandegrift put them into a position where they have to pull that out again? Yeah. Because 
It was impressive last week. It's hard to do it. It may be hard to do it again on the big stage on a, in a in under those real bright lights. Um, DeSoto, I like DeSoto. I think they're a, an understandable favorite. Yes. But there are paths for Vandegrift that are going to start, I think, on their offense. And then if their secondary can make a couple plays. And they could force DeSoto into some, into some mistakes. That, yeah. So there you go. And then there is uh, one last game to go. 6A Division One, seven o'clock Saturday night at AT and T Stadium in Arlington. The final game of the 2022 Texas high school football season. <sighs> For the fourth time in five years, it's the Duncanville Panthers and the North Shore Mustangs going at it, and I. I don't know, man. I'm kind of out of things to say about Duncanville North Shore at this point. Yeah, I mean, a lot gets said online between these two fan bases. A lot. We've seen this matchup before. I th- I think three times before, and North Shore's <laughs> won all three. Yeah, I think the the difference in this game is going to be Duncanville's offense, mm-hmm. which is clearly different because hashtag Let Peterman cook. Mm-hmm. Offensive coordinator Todd Peterman. <clears throat> Former state champion head coach of DeSoto, Todd Peterman, is the offensive coordinator at Duncanville, and I think he has brought a different dynamic to this Duncanville offense. Mm-hmm. They are a little more wide open. They can go some tempo. They do some different things to open open things up. Caden Durham is – if you haven't he's, seen Caden Durham, you're in for a treat. He's, he's fun to watch. He's unbelievable. <laughs> but North Shore, ma- North Shore just matches up with Duncan. No- number one – Duncanville intimidates a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. North Shore d- is not one of those teams. North Shore, Duncanville's just another team to them. And they come out and they punch Duncanville in the mouth. And, and honestly, right now, Duncanville's little brother to them. Yeah, they're 3-0 and against them. I had, I had a coach that I respect a lot. Two coaches text me. Two different coaches. Mm-hmm. Neutral coaches that watched, have seen film on both. One of them said North Shore's the most physical team he's seen all year. Mm-hmm. Number two, one other coach said, I'm really worried for Duncanville in this game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So. Because I think, because I think, honestly, so the computerized is a pick them. I took Duncanville. I had Duncanville as my preseason pick to win the state championship. You're a ride or die? A pre, pre, pre-playoff pick. Yeah. I'm riding with Duncanville. But after watching what North Shore did to Westlake. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, whoa. Dude. The only concern I have about North Shore is if some no no one's done this and Westlake couldn't do it last week either, is slow down the North Shore running game. Yes, it's a three headed monster yes. with touchdown Dave Rashad Johnson and uh, DeAndre Hardeman. <clears throat> three headed monster. It's a really good three headed monster. North Shore's offensive line is really good. If Duncanville can put North Shore in obvious passing situations, mm-hmm. I think Duncanville can have success. If but. No one's done it yet. No one's done it yet. So, I mean, and I, the thing is, this is a Westlake defense that was, like, pretty clearly elite. Mm-hmm. An elite, elite defense. And has been for the past five years. Yes. And they hung half a hundred on them, mm-hmm. Matthew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agree. I'm, I'm going to show you these text messages. Here's the first one, just to validate. Is that a coach you respect? That's a coach I respect. Okay. Here's the other one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's showing me a phone, by the way. <clears throat> is that a coach you respect? 
It's a different coach. That is a different coach, and that is another coach I have a lot of respect for. Okay. So, no lies detected, right? No I lies I, detected. I didn't tell a lie. I read the texts. Yeah, I have proof. Um, this. You're feeling better about your North Shore pick right now, aren't you? <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't think it has anything to do with the play on the field. I don't think it has anything to do with the play on the field. And I hate to be narrative guy, mm-hmm. but here comes narrative guy. Hi, narrative guy. What evidence do we have to suggest that Duncanville can beat North Shore? I mean, historically. We don't have any right now. We don't have any right now. No. We don't. Now, this is a different Duncanville team. Yes. And to be but, fair, let's look, let's look back. But the, you're right. The, 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 the three games have been interesting yes, in different ways. Because you had the Hail Mary game, which, which speaks for itself. Right. Then the second game, Jaquin and Jackson gets hurt mm-hmm. in the semi. We knew. Like mm-hmm. that game, yeah. we knew. Zach Evans didn't play, though. No, he didn't. And Shadrick Banks didn't play, Shattered play either. Shadrick Banks didn't play. But I, I think, I think Jaquin and Jackson meant more to Duncanville than I would agree. Zach Evans and Shadrick Banks meant to North Shore. Last year is the one that you can look at and be like, Duncanville, you 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 blew it. Mm-hmm. North Shore starting a freshman quarterback, and North Shore looks vulnerable. And they, they and they had lost to Westfield earlier in the year, and Duncanville, for lack of a better term, blew it. Yeah, and that's the one last year where you're like, what what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Like the first two, you know, you got kind of if you're a Duncanville you're fan, snake you, you can kind of go, bit. yeah, you know, and Hail Mary is a fl- fluky yeah. play. And then, you know, Jaquina doesn't get hurt. We win that yep. game. Mm-hmm. Last year is the one that's like, are we ever going to beat these guys? So, no. And what, here's a team. By the way, here's a team without a quarterback. Like, I love David Amador. Not a quarterback. He's no. A, he's a receiver playing quarterback. I, I will say this. If Caleb Bailey is, is suited up and playing for North Shore in this game, I think North Shore wins by two touchdowns. But he's not. He's not. And this is a different North Shore team that doesn't have the ability to throw the ball quite as much. I think that's why that's what if you're a Duncanville fan that's what that's what you hang your hat on this year is that no no a one-dimensional team can't beat us. So we'll see. We said that about Westlake's defense though. I know, and North Shore ran wild. They ran. Now they also had a, Evan Jackson also went super superman. Did you see that punt return to Evan that's Jackson? That's that's the silliest play of the year. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um I am I'm not I'm not trying to bury Duncanville. I'm not trying to bury Duncanville. Because I do think this team's really good. And Colin Simmons is a game wrecker. A game wrecker. But Colton Vosick is a game wrecker. Is a game wrecker. And I think you're right what you said off the top. North Shore is the one team in America that matches up really well with Duncanville. And it just so happens they just keep seeing him in the title game. Mm-hmm. Like if like honestly, if Westlake had won that game last week. Probably take a Duncanville. Yeah, I'm probably taking Duncanville. Let's just say that game ends uh, like we thought, uh, 24-21, like it was in 2020, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I'm probably taking Duncanville to win the title. Yeah, right. But I think North Shore matches up well. I think the way they're playing right now, they've figured out how to run this offense with Amador back there. Last two weeks, North Shore's beaten Atascosita by 31 and Westlake by 15. But that last touchdown was was. Against yeah. North Shore, functionally they beat Westlake by three touchdowns. The last two weeks, that's f- there's not any anyone in the state that's won back to back games like that. I know, and and that convincingly. The other thing here's the other thing. We were talking about this with Desoto and and Vandergrift. 
What happens if North Shore gets up 14 nothing? Is it over? It may be. I think, because I think there's a there's a spiral possibility. It's again like it's like oh crap again. Again. These guys again. Yes. They're coming they're, they're driving up I-45 4 hours and they're kicking our ass again. Like what what do we have to do to to get rid of these guys? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think there's a possibility. I think Duncanville wins because I'm I'm leaning on that defense and North Shore's lack of a passing game. But I agree. I mean, I can't. There's not a lot of arguments that I have to 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 invalidate yours. I picked. I picked Duncan. Here's the thing. I picked North Shore because I think it's. I think it's John Kay and that staff, and like. But I. I mean, Duncanville's obviously supremely talented. I think the Duncanville team is awesome. But I just wonder if this matchup is just a poor matchup for them. Yeah, and, and maybe it is. Now maybe Todd Peterman is the difference. Maybe. And maybe this is the year they get through. And it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. I want to be clear. Like the computer has it to pick them, and I agree with the computer, mm-hmm. but I also think the computer doesn't understand like the the context and the narrative right. of the game. I have a I have a hypothetical for you. Okay. Duncanville wins. Mm-hmm. Does Coach Samples retire? I will say yes. I would go with yes. If I think I think if Duncanville wins, I think Coach Samples will retire. I think he would too. What else does he need to do at this yeah. point? I mean, he's already he's already a legend, but at that yeah. point, he would be certified. Do you know what I mean? I agree. I think if they lose. I think he, I think he, I think he still coaches. I think he wants to get that title. So it's unbelievable. And the thing is, North Shore's really young, mm-hmm. relatively young. <laughs> Duncanville's relatively young. Uh-huh. We, might, we can't keep doing this. I mean, especially next year if Caleb Bailey's back for North Shore. Dion DeBlanc will play next year. They're, Duncanville's got a lot. Caden Durham's a junior. Their quarterback's a sophomore. We could see this matchup again next year. That's going to close it out. As we're already predicting a North Shore Duncanville. 2023. 2023. Yeah, let's go. That's going to do it for us. That's going to wrap up state championship. Uh, the state championship that's going to wrap up the season. That's going to be all of it. It's going to do it for us. Thanks for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Thank you very, very much. Happy holidays. Step, thanks for your courage. Thank you. Talk to you next year on Tap and Step. <laughs>